Welcome to your found family podcast where we don't just have a heart to heart, we connect soul to soul. I'm your host, Lizzie, a certified coaching practitioner who found family outside of blood family. In our found family, you are accepted and assured that you are not alone. Subscribe and tune in for educational and empowering soul chats with women from all over the world, talking about well-being, personal growth and development, and mental and emotional health. Notes to self. January 28, 2017. Focusing on the good things in your life and focusing on what you do have are the only keys to feeling happy. Find the good in everything. It changes your mood. Just freaked out about my finances, my job, my lack of a relationship. I never had all three areas a question mark in my head. By focusing on the future good and by acknowledging that this is temporary and that there are still good positive things going on right now completely lifted the burden off my shoulders. This is a really awesome notes to self. It was three years ago now, basically to the day almost. And to think that even though my my sentences were not full sentences, it was really just me word vomiting what I was going through at the time, I can still feel that sense of confusion, that sense of doubt, right? I said like, I was just freaking out about my finances, my job, my lack of a relationship. And I'm so just baffled (laughs) that this note was even written because from what I remember, there were at least like one or two areas that I felt successful, quote unquote, in whether it was a job that I liked or about my finances or about, you know, someone that I was like dating or seeing at the time. And so to have been at a place three years ago where none of those things existed in my life, now looking at 2020, I, you know, really found my finances to be under control. I have a great job that I love And I have a boyfriend who I love. And these are all three areas that are no longer a question mark. And that just makes me so excited to be able to talk to you guys about this today. Because I feel that the mindset shifting, especially after reading this and seeing like then and now, is not something that is just a nice thing to talk about. This truly works. And I am a testament to that. So even in those moments where I was feeling confused and stuck and just wondering, like, what the heck? Like, what is up? What is down? I don't even know what any area of my life is right now. Everything was just, you know, totally confusing. I somehow still found good in what was going on in my life at the time. And although I didn't talk about that in this notes to self, I have a few mindset shift tips that now I can say with confidence really does help. So the first thing, as I shared in the notes to self, is remember that it's temporary. It doesn't feel that way right now, whether you're going through financial stress or a relationship 
problem or you're single and you're wondering why you haven't found the right one or you're in a relationship and you're wondering, is this the right person? Remember that this kind of confusion is temporary. I cannot stress that word enough, that word temporary. And I have to say that I've really been taking note of different words that I use in my vocabulary that have become part of my core values and my core belief systems. And I realized that when I am feeling stressed and anxious and confused or stuck about things, I do have to spend more of my energy reminding myself that it's temporary because we as humans just find it so easy to want to throw up our hands in the air and say, all right, you know what, like literally, fuck this, I'm done. I don't even want to deal with this anymore. But the truth is, is that it is temporary, whether it's a week, a month, sometimes even a year. For me, clearly it was three years, but it was still temporary. So remember right now that something that you're going through is temporary. The second thing is, You might not understand what you're going through right now, but it will make sense later. And this kind of goes hand in hand with what I just said. I had no idea why I was feeling so stressed about my finances, my job, and having a lack of a relationship, but clearly I was tying those things to quote unquote success and happiness. And I keep putting the word success in quotes because that word, first of all, is so subjective. Different people have different ideas of what success means to them. And to me personally, I now define success as level of happiness. And so the way that society makes us think that you have to have the perfect relationship and you need to have this perfect job, you know, working in the city or like making X amount of dollars and, you know, whatever. Like society makes us think that we have to have this like perfect life. But then when you really ask yourself this question, compared to what? Different people have what they consider to be successes and it could look completely different for different people. So for example, someone could be working at a restaurant and loving the type of conversations that they're having with not only their employees, but with people who go into the bar. And maybe they love that kind of environment. And for them, that's a success. Someone else might be working a corporate job and they love the security that they feel with having a nine to five and a salary that's coming in and that's success to them. And on the other hand, someone can literally be a freelancer and every single day to them is unknown. They don't have a set schedule. They don't have a set pay. But to them, it's success because they're having fun and they thrive in variety and having new things to work on, new projects. And that to them is success. So these are just a couple of examples of how that word success can mean different things to different people. So Don't compare yourself to someone else that you're seeing on Twitter or on Instagram. I know I've been there so many times before, which is why I made the conscious decision last year to get off of Instagram because it was doing way more harm than good. And I was not able to shift my mindset into that positive space because I was just so heavily focused on 
everyone else that had a business that was thriving that I thought like, I should be there by now. Why am I not? So you might not understand what you're going through, but it will all make sense later. The third thing is, kind of just touched upon this, but what you focus on, you will think about. Now, for someone who struggles with OCD, I can attest to this 100%. When I am spiraling in the what if questions, when I am wallowing in confusion and self-doubt and self-pity, my mind fixates on that one thought and it will consume me for hours on end, sometimes even for days, sometimes for weeks. And to be honest, I hate admitting this, but sometimes for months. And it has taken me 28 years of living on this planet to finally learn how to shift my mindset because I definitely realize that there, you know, you can't, I can't sit here and tell you to just get over it or just feel better or just think happy thoughts. And at first, I wondered why can't we just tell each other that? Like, why can't we all just say to each other, you're fine, you can just you know, move on and and not be stressed. And I've realized one important fact. We need to be taught these things. We can't just expect one another and we can't just expect to just know how to. So that's like a really important revelation that I've recently had is that if someone is feeling this type of way and they're only focusing on what they're not good at, what they don't like, what friends they don't have, what relationship they don't have. That is the mindset that they're going to stay in. And that will affect how you feel about yourself, how you feel about things and people around you. And that vibe, that like energy is felt. And when it's felt for a significant amount of time, it really starts to shift like the chemistry in our in our bodies and it becomes this engraved path. Imagine, and I believe I shared this type of analogy before, but imagine like an ant trail going from one tree to the next tree. Every single one of those ants follows one another in this line, so much so that they literally make an indent in the road or in the dirt or in the grass or whatever. So if your thoughts keep going on the same track over and over and over again, you're creating this indent, this neural pathway from one point to another point. And it is really challenging to get yourself out of that. So there needs to be some type of stimulus or intervention or, you know, whether it's like a lesson that's learned from a podcast like this one or a book or a webinar or something, you need to be taught how to create a new neural pathway and then, you know, go onto a new path. And so the way that we focus, the way that our brains focus on things and the way especially people who suffer from OCD, we do fixate on one thought impulsively and we ruminate on the past or on worrying about the future and then that's when the compulsions happen that's when we try to do things that give us a sense of control and power because we feel not in control and very powerless so just remember that what you focus on you what you focus on um 
will change the way that you think. So my suggestion is to go to your local library or go to a Barnes and Nobles or like browse whatever people browse on now, Kindle or other different, you know, places that you can get books online and try to find something that sparks your interest that is under like a personal growth and personal development topic. And what you hopefully will find is a new way of looking at something, a new perception, uh, a new idea, a new question, something, anything to kind of jog your your mind juices to to really start thinking about ways to create a new path. And I know that for me, when I was in the darkest part of my life, the only thing that really helped me to shift my mindset was absorbing wisdom and advice from these types of books. I read five or six books that changed my entire life and put me on this new course of self-discovery, self-awareness, and truly healing and uh, recovery from, you know, lifelong anxiety and depression. So the fourth thing, which again, I kind of just mentioned, is ask yourself different set of questions. This really goes hand in hand with what we focus on. If we focus on asking ourselves the same damn question, the mind because it's trying to protect you, is going to come up with the same answer. And it will try to justify what it is that you are looking for. So if you focus on asking yourself the question, why am I not good enough? Your brain, you will literally try to find, you know, different sources that will prove to you that you're not good enough. So if instead we ask ourselves questions like, what's something that is good in this situation? Who can I go talk to right now? What outside resource can I go to if I don't know how to handle what I'm going through right now? Don't be afraid to ask for help and don't be afraid to reach out to someone. Just as I mentioned in this notes to self, I started asking my question, myself the question, what is something that is good in this situation? Clearly, if I was at a point three years ago where I had no job that I loved, I was freaking out about my finances and I was not in a relationship and felt like I maybe should have been because of my age or I was feeling lonely, whatever the reason was at the time, I still had three areas of my life that were a huge question mark. And I told myself that I was focusing on the future good and acknowledged that things were temporary and that there are still positive things going on right now. So I think that that fourth point about asking yourself a different set of questions can go two ways. One, what is something that I can be hopeful for? And number two, what is something that's going on right now that's still good? Maybe in the midst of your confusion and your anger and your helplessness, you are waking up and going to talk to someone that you maybe haven't talked to in a long time. And even though it was hard and it's stressful and maybe you're an introvert and you don't typically do things like that, you still did it. That's great. I want to clap and bow down to you and commend you because that takes a lot of courage, a lot of strength, and I'm really proud of you. 
That is a huge, huge, huge win, even if it seems like it's small for that time. Whatever it is that you're going through, even these these decisions that maybe to you seem like it's so insignificant or so small in the grand scheme of things or compared to your friends or compared to whoever you're seeing on Instagram, it's still a big deal for you. So remember that. And the second thing is to be, you know, hopeful for the future, which was really the first thing that I mentioned. I'm, I'm changing up my orders here, but <clears throat> excuse me. Basically, the point is, is that by focusing on like future good things, you're giving yourself something to look forward to. You're being hopeful and you're looking towards the next week or the next month or the next year with an excitement. So ask yourself this question. Let's say that there isn't anything right now in this moment that could be looked at as a positive or as a good thing. What then can you look forward to that makes you feel happy, confident, strong, empowered, encouraged? Put something on your calendar right now for a week from now, a month from now, even a year from now that really excites you. Maybe you love to dance and you haven't danced in a really long time. Go on meetup.com and find like free salsa lessons or I just got an email today about getting together in New York City for an EDM like learn how to shuffle and that's so dope like I definitely have that on my bucket list so that could be something that you could look forward to going back into a dance class and you don't have to pay for it so this way you're not stressing yourself out like oh well I don't have the money there are so many free things out there just pick something and go towards it maybe you love to journal I just recently learned more about bullet journaling and I went to you know again a meetup it was eight dollars we met up in the city at um, like a pret and I learned how to bullet journal and that was awesome it was something that gave me hope and it made me excited it was something that I was looking forward to so find and this is a great self-awareness exercise this is a great question to help you know stimulate that kind of self-awareness is what excites me what do I love to do who do I love to do these things with make a list right now Pause this podcast if it's helpful. If you're thinking about something right now, pause it. Come up with a list of up to three things that either are really exciting, futuristic things that you can look forward to, or a list of two or three things that right now are a good thing that you could see as a helping hand or something that just like makes you feel good and connected with yourself. And the last mindset shift is to give yourself X amount of time to freak out and then change your focus. So what do I mean by this? One tactic that I have been using, and again, I can share this with confidence because it works, is to give yourself time to freak and give it like a time limit. So at work, I am currently contracting, so before I convert over to a full-time position, I am basically given eight hours a day and a timesheet to fill out. And so I will go through my day, and I will first put down my 
quote-unquote like fixed expenses, if you will, like the meetings that I have with candidates or with people at my job. So those are things that I know for a fact, okay, well, I need 30 minutes to allocate for this interview. I'm a recruiter at BT Dubs. Um, or I need like one hour um, to have two meetings throughout the day. So then that gives me you know, whatever, six and a half, seven hours, whatever time is left after I've made the time allocated for those fixed things. And then I'll tell myself, okay, so if I'm looking to source for this type of candidate, then I'm going to do it for an hour. And I tell myself from 2.30 to 3.30, and LOL, I just did this today, I'm going to work on this role. And then from 3.30 to 4.30, I'm going to work on this role. So compartmentalizing things has helped me in both my personal and my professional life. So when it comes to my personal life, if I find myself freaking out about something, and again, I'm finding myself going down that rabbit hole of like those what if questions that always nag me and, you know, make me want to like, just like take my brain and just like squeeze it. Um, Whenever I'm feeling that way, I tell myself, I'm like, okay, Lizzie, you've got the next 15 minutes to scream, curse, think whatever negative thing that you want to think, like, just totally let your mind go rogue. I'm going to give you that permission. And then after 15 minutes, change your focus. Whether that is I turn on YouTube and I put on a comedian, or I go talk to my boyfriend, or I go pick up a book or I journal or I go take a hot shower or I do a workout. I find things that will make me feel a different state of mind. That is huge. And this is, again, like a revelation, which isn't even like a revelation. These are things that people have talked about and written articles about and, you know, all of that. But for me, it was something that, again, I needed to learn how to do this. I needed to learn how to cope and how to find, you know, these different methods that helped me as a guide to shift my focus. And then these compartmentalizing thoughts has been so huge in my healing because it really, believe it or not, has given me this chance of like, okay, you're human. You're thinking this this thought. There's nothing wrong with you. You have an intrusive thought. Okay, that was a really weird fucking thought. I don't know why you thought about X or Y or, oh, this was a, you know, self-harm related thought. Like, why did I just think about wanting to jump in front of a train? And then I remind myself, you know what? Other people think this too. And we don't know why we think the things that we think. Like, we don't know why we have intrusive thoughts or why we ruminate over the same thing or why we have these what-if thoughts. But the fact is, we do. And we're human. You're human. I'm human. It's okay. So that is something that really has helped me in my recovery is just freak out and think about something else. So I want to encourage you to try that. And if you do try it, let me know if it works for you, I'm always on Twitter. Um, it's at Elizabeth Vibes and then also at Found Family Pod. I'll have both in the description of this episode. And just let me know what you think about it. I mean, maybe it works for you. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you find something else that works even better for you. And if that's the case, that's awesome. I hope that this podcast episode helped you to shift your mindset and hopefully give you some ideas like to brainstorm how you can redirect your focus. 
and I would love to hear about it. So please send me a message and tweet me. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts. So yeah, this one was a little quickie. But again, as I was going through my notes to sell for this week, I thought this is a really great topic to talk about. And um, it's something that, again, really means a lot to me. And seeing how much of a shift I've gone through in the last three years, I felt that that was kind of the quote unquote scientific proof or the like references. If this was an article or a book and I had like different references to pull from, these are references that I'm pulling from my real life experiences. And this is also a really great testament to the power of journaling and the power of recording your thoughts. Um, I would not have known how I was feeling three years ago in January had I not written all this down to even make the... Um, connection between how I was feeling then and how I'm feeling now. And maybe I wouldn't be taking this time to really reflect on like, okay, so what helped me get from point A to point B? I'm not yet to Z. To me, Z is like your last breath on this planet. So from now until then, everything is a journey and it's it's an exciting journey. I'm learning how to be more patient and how to really enjoy that journey instead of stressing about getting to that Z so, yeah, just wanted to pump some positivity into your day today. I hope this was helpful. Please let me know if this works for you and or if you find something else that works for you too. You are awesome and amazing, and I'm so grateful for your support. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next week for a new topic. To help spread the good vibes, please share this episode with friends and family, or if you share on social, be sure to tag me at Coach Lizzie.